Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you have me, Diamond Hands D, and the boys are back. Cool Hand Luke and Tony the Tiger. What's up, guys? Sup. How we doing? Keeping it real. I had one of the best sandwiches I ever had. Cheesecake Factory last night. Sandwich? Yeah, it was like a ribeye cheesesteak au jus sauce like sandwich. And it was, um, was there a lot okay, of meat? Okay, so was I was a lot we of meat talking on about it? this. Yeah, we were talking about this before real quick. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to get burger meat medium rare. I thought it was more like going to be steak meat. It was more burger meat. Hmm. And medium rare, I'll tell you what, I'm going to get all my burgers medium rare from now on. I don't care if I get salmonella. You have to. I don't care if I get salmonella. It's <laughs> really good. I used to do medium, medium well. Yeah. Like, it, it's like medium to medium rare nowadays for the for yeah. the hamburgers. I I'll risk it. it. I'm going to risk it because that was so damn good. I'll risk it for the biscuit. See that? Not, not, biscuit. <laughs> See, now, like I'm, I'm a like a double meat guy. Like I need, <laughs> like I'll go to like Mister Hero mm-hmm. and like double down on the meat. Like, double meat, and, double bacon. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just cr- heart dude. attack on a plate. Yeah, and, and I'll even throw away a piece of bun, so it's just like t- mm-hmm. like the top or the bottom of the bun because mm-hmm. I'm just good for health know. reasons. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> healthy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> And we're moving on. <laughs> All right. All right. What are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about it is earnings season and the big boys are reporting this week. All the tech. We're going to be uh, big boys after all the shake steak sandwiches. Yeah. The double the double meats <laughs> will get you a husky. Like I said, I, I work out so I can stay husky. That's right. It's not to lose weight. I'm just trying to maintain all right, big boys um, reporting. Big boys reporting, and when I say big boys, all the all the mega techs that supported the market last year. Um, UPS, you know, um, laying off people, mar- uh, stock declined, revenues are down. Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about Doomday's uh, Doomday bunkers, uh, nice little fun little thing, and then we got a, a, a canceled. I've been saying this for years. I live by it for mo- the most part, and. Uh, I think it's a it's a public service announcement. Announcement. All right, earnings. Um, they've kicked off, and we already have like Microsoft reported, Google reported. Um, you know, the I think Google's down. Uh, they they reported. So mm-hmm. here's the thing: is and our, our investment team kind of says this all the time that like these stocks, the the Amazons, the Netflix, the Googles, the Microsoft, they're priced literally for perfection because they have not for like apple for example like they are priced for perfection because they didn't even they had negative earnings growth last year and they still went up how is that possible it's called multiple expansion it is betting on the come is what i'd call it if you're a craps player right and Mm -hmm. um i don't know i don't know how long it's sustainable um but I did, you know, I, I could also argue that nobody knows anything else. They know these seven stocks. They're scared to dip into the other 493 mm-hmm. stocks. And if these stocks go down, do does the average investor look at it as a buying opportunity? So you guys have any comments on yeah, what do you guys ahead. think on that? I think um, 
the winner yesterday's uh, obviously artificial intelligence. I mean, you look, you look at what Google talked about, Microsoft talked about, what got investors excited was obviously the cloud and AI aspects of all the businesses, right? It's the same story we've been talking about. And the obviously obvious winners is those that play in the artificial intelligence space, I think, coming off the earnings calls. I mean, you take a look at Microsoft's cloud business, Azure, I think, still grew to 25 or 30%. Like, yeah. it's insane. Well, mm-hmm. so, so that, 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 so I it's look still at the, a growth stock. I, I look at that as a, like a, like a forward, an economic forward mechanism, right? Because Google has obviously their their digital ads. They're they're not their digital ads, but their uh, their digital space, the the storage, right? The the cloud. Mm-hmm. And as long as the cloud is still growing, that means businesses are growing. They're capturing data. They're saving it somewhere. Um, I think once you see cloud. You know, obviously the the acceleration of how it's growing is slowing down, but it's still growing. Twenty. I mean, the fact that Microsoft's biggest, one of the big, their biggest businesses, in like internally being the cloud Azure business, still growing at twenty five thirty percent. I mean, and it's a two trillion or three trillion dollar company, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> This is where we talk about, and this is what I really want to get across today. When we talk about Microsoft, why we like Microsoft so much more than like the Apple, the Apples of the world, mm-hmm. like that's still valued at $3 trillion. Apple's not growing at any of their businesses like at 30%. Like they're not rocking and rolling like Azure is for Microsoft. So, you know, we talk about multiple expansion, like Microsoft's valuation might be justified. Yes, because they're still growing rapidly. Of the seven, Apple's, you know, multiple might not be justified. Of the seven, of the seven, the the magnificent seven of last year, Microsoft, I feel is, you know, they're the they're the horse to beat. Right. Uh, they they I think they are appropriately priced. Everyone yep. else, eh, you know, they're they're again priced for perfection. Yep, for sure. Um, but Google, they did, you know, the other side of the Google part, you know, the reason they're down is like their ad revenue was a miss. Yep. So people aren't advertising. That's not a good thing. But I look at cloud is, is, is one way. Yep. But AMD was one of the biggest reported. We haven't talked about them. I mean, AMD kind of sheds light on the chips, chip manufacturers, right? And they kind of guided a little lower than people thought. They, they, so they beat top and bottom line. But they they guided a little bit lower right. forecasting. Right. But didn't they come out like a couple of weeks ago and forecast like, hey, we're gonna make like four extra billion dollars this year, and the market and, and the stock went up ten percent. Yeah, they they boosted like one point five billion dollars estimates. Mm. So yeah, they already kind of, kind of set expectations. They set expectations, and I don't know, maybe they're just like, um, you know, not not. Not setting themselves up for failure down the road, you know, like, yeah. hey, we're 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 growing, just maybe not as fast as this. And well, I think they're, will... they're playing it smart. They yes. know how focused investors are. Nvidia and AMD both, and all these chip manufacturers are so they know and understand the environment we're in to where investors are getting excited. So they're really trying to tame expectations so that way they don't have a fifty percent sell off down the road at some point in time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as more people, you know, I'm sure there'll be more earnings for later this week so maybe we'll have some more insight next week on how all the the mega cap stuff um plays out next uh topic was uh ups they um you know they said they saw a nine billion dollar decline in revenue year over year it seems like a lot (laughs) (laughs) and they you know but then they also made they also made they also made like the the headlines by laying off twelve thousand jobs all right and 
that's like 3% of their staff or, or their staffing, right? But how many people did they hire for for the busy the the busy season the the holiday season probably a hundred thousand so did they did they really get rid of twelve thousand people or keep ninety a question mark (laughs) (laughs) so i i don't know it depends on what lens you're looking through and also like like you mentioned it last week luke like reading through the headline like what's really happening, right? The Taiwan, uh, we talked about the Taiwan election. Mm-hmm. You know, what really happened, right? You know, this is what I always ask. This is my mentality in life. It's like, what's really going on? And when I look at this UPS scenario, I think it sheds a lot of light into actually a topic we talked about probably six months ago. Remember with the Teamsters deal when the um, you know Teamsters were fighting all the unions and or the union was fighting all these um, companies to get good jobs and raise wages and things like that. Um, you know, one of the UPS drivers in like ten years are going to be making what one hundred eighty thousand dollars with the deal they struck. Yep. So basically, mm-hmm. to keep the drivers on. This is the same thing we've talked about economically, right? It's like the minimum wage philosophy. You raise the minimum wage, what ends up happening? You Workers get replaced. This is what's happening. It's already happening with UPS drivers. They're preparing for the next 10 years and saying, okay, we're okay with giving this deal, this Teamsters deal. We're okay giving this deal to you guys and raising your wages this much, but not all of you guys are going to have jobs anymore. Right. right. And UPS is probably on the pathway of – we talk about autonomous driving. We talk about EVs a lot, Right. What about the Ubers of the world, the, the UPSs of the world that are able to deliver autonomous, you know, eventually autonomous packages with their autonomous driving capabilities? Wait, with, with the drones will there that be, they talked about? Yeah, will there ever ago? be any workers <laughs> 10 years from now even, you know, at this point? So, like, I think this is actually the pathway to lightening up their workload because they're paying these people more money and eventually they're all going to be gone anyway. Yep, that was the first thing that came to mind for me <clears throat> was – all the memes, you know, six months ago with the UPS drivers and, and how much money that they were making. Um, this is an inevitable step after something like that happens. When you pay people too much, um, this is going on in every single industry. Um, <clears throat> just the kind of the shift of, you know, moving from the kind of the power hat on the employer versus the employee the employee has has the power right now and we've seen it with all these deals that have come through in the last year um but that is going to shift (laughs) and that is going to shift soon and um it's kind of like the the college nil deals right i'll always bring it back to some kind of random sports metaphor eventually the people who are putting in millions of dollars are going to realize they are getting absolutely nothing for what the money for the money that they're putting in there. (laughs) And that is when it's going to start to become more reasonable. You know, there's, there's no reason to pay, you know, four star recruits, $10,000 just to come for a campus visit. You know, that, that is insanity. The, the, the wages that, that are being negotiated now for, um, important jobs, you know, I don't want to minimize any jobs at all. Um, but if you pay your employees way too much, it's going to have effects up the line and down the line. And, and we're seeing that on, on both sides. And this UPS example is a, it's a classic example of that. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess we'll see how that plays out. When does, um, I'm sure FedEx will fall in line as well. Cause they won't pro- because they don't have that same deal. They weren't getting mm-hmm. the whole thing. Like the yeah, whole, but, uh, but that, deal. but they're, they're going to have to. 
they're going to have to figure something out because they're going to have to stay competitive with UPS. They're going to have to stay competitive. By f- I, I think this is the power of the free markets is they have more they, – they, as a company, they have more flexibility than someone like UPS. So they're able to adapt quicker yeah. and not have to make these big changes and shifts. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree, but like yeah. some – you know, if one company does it, you know, the, like if, why wouldn't a FedEx guy leave to go to UPS other than loyalty or whatever? Because maybe they're not hiring. Maybe not, but um, – because <laughs> maybe they're letting people go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Dude, I, all right. So not just before we hit the the bunkers, uh, the, the the doomsday bunker thing. Like, <laughs> dude. The, all right. So the Fed is coming out today. Could really move markets. Uh, you know, there we we you know we obviously tape on a Wednesday. They're going to talk on a Wednesday, and you're going to maybe see the the ups and the downs of that. But um, as they talk today, what happens tomorrow? Uh, any idea what they're going to say? Any any any. Any f- any vision of what that dude's gonna come out? Blah 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 blah. A whole bunch of not does a bunch of crap. And yeah, they send the market <laughs> downward spiral. <laughs> Again, it's just it's bad news is good news for the market. I think here's what's gonna happen. I think I think the six rate cuts that the market was pricing in is very very much over the top. Jerome said. Three. My boy Jerome <laughs> said that there's going to be three. Right. The market priced in so six. I think you're going to basically hear very much of the same. same so that yeah. Six is going to go down to like five. <laughs> <laughs> the analysts are going to say, oh, well, based on – he said three again, so maybe we so should go from six five. to five. That's, <laughs> what think, that's what I think is going to happen, actually. Yeah. All right. And but then – I don't know much, but how could anyone think that there's going to be – there was, there was going to be a rate cut in March? Like, what, what in December, they, like they, who, 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 how is that going to happen? <laughs> I mean, and, and if you're pricing in six, they don't do anything do less you, than a quarter. You know how it's going to happen? We shouldn't joke about that. You know how that's going to happen? Very similar thing, possibly like last year with Silicon Valley Bank. That's how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If something breaks again, because what was it? Early March last year, yeah, a Silicon Valley Bank broke. Yeah. Like if yep. something, like hypothetically, I'm not saying it's going to happen. That's the only way we have a rate cut in March. Yeah, one one of my buddies is um, he's a uh, perma bear, you know, he just look. At, he's looking for things for the market to go down, and and, and I guess there's a bank in, um, there's a bank in New York that's, uh, on the cusp of- uh, yeah, on the cusp of going out. So, is it? A single bank, or is that the first domino? We'll see. It's one of my favorite, you know, The Big Short, my favorite, one of my favorite movies, obviously. Um, what was it? One of the characters in there that was played by uh, Steve Carell, yeah. that, that character. It's like, you know, the, I love the you know part when they were talking about him as a kid when he was trying to find, like, discrepancies in the Bible or whatever it be. <laughs> like, it's like perma bears. They're always yeah. trying to find, like, discrepancies right. somewhere in the big, you know, scheme of this philosophy of what all is good, you know, trying to find the discrepancies, what's wrong in right. the system. But get- I get it, though. I get it because I kind of I kind of like that, too. Yeah. yeah. And then um, just one one other topic that's just so random that I saw that, you know, we, we, we topped $34 trillion of federal debt and and i just every day i see that number and i see how quote unquote like consumer confidence is good and uh the market's going up like man is this is the is is our market being propped up by the government 
Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's been since, right? since 1972. <laughs> I mean, but that isn't that, isn't that, I mean, like a trillion dollars was in jet. Well, I mean, there's probably a lot of debt interest in, in that money, but not that much. Every day when I drive home. You ever see that sign and never see it go downtown Cleveland area? Yeah. You ever see it go down? No, <laughs> never. I think when I I first moved up here it was like sixty five thousand. Now it's one hundred and ten thousand. I'd like to just see it stop. <laughs> just stop for a day. It's like average <laughs> debt per per, just so the viewers know it's average debt per person. And there's a big billboard that just counts dollar by dollar every six, single second. And yeah, like I said, I was sixty five when I started. It's one ten. Oh, well, I was, was sixty five grand... when I first moved up here. Wow. I've been there for like f- five years. Yeah, yeah. Hundred, yeah, yeah hundred and ten like a person. Does that include like kids and babies and stuff, or is that like I, working? A good question. I know. What's that number? I'm pretty I sure it's it every does. single person. Yeah, yeah. I think the fa- the family loads like two and like two and a quarter, two and a half, uh, two hundred fifty thousand. It's crazy. All right, moving on. <laughs> Doomsday <All right>. bunkers. <laughs> so <laughs> after the debt explodes our country, let's uh, let's move into a bunker. How much do these bad boys cost? Hey, um, <laughs> so it's crazy. There's you know, you, I don't know. I was trying to, I was watching, they had like a segment on Fox business. So like they're taking the, there's two, there's two versions of what I, what I saw. And obviously they have like these, these huge missile, missile silos, uh, that were housing, you know, uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles that go down seven, eight stories. And now they're just refurbishing them so that like a, a normal silo can, they say can hold 75 people for five years. That's insane. Yep. That seems like a, like a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're selling rooms, you know, like a hotel room size thing is like 500 grand, a two bedroom, one bath is 2 million bucks. Here's all right. So they're, they're selling these quote unquote rooms and um, something happens like a bomb goes off or a bomb, you know, rips across the sea yep. from whatever, country hates us at this moment which is a lot of them and how do you get to your bunker yeah <laughs> is it in your backyard no so that 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 led me to like read about the guys that are the the a business here in akron ohio mm-hmm. that is building bunkers so they'll dig a hole put a, a bunker in your backyard and you know i have about an acre of land i could do this yeah you I don't could necessarily i don't know if I'm your neighbors are going to be looking at you like they're, What's up? They're gonna be, they, they won't be looking at me when things shit hits the fan. So, <laughs> all right. So you get like, so let's let's be more realistic. You obviously want to be close to a bunker if you're, you know, trying to do that. And you put it probably in your backyard, right? So what, how long are you, I, I couldn't figure out like how, how long you're able to stay in there. Because if a new bomb goes off and you only got three week shelf life, like, there's no okay, way you, you only have three weeks shelf life. Like I, I guarantee, just the stuff, the crap I have in my house, I could probably last like a year. <laughs> All the like munchies and junk food I have, whatever it be. Like, but it'll eventually around. like get. Yeah, it's about probably about a year. You yeah. got well, you're in that. You like that spam? That stuff's probably got spam. a. Four, that's got like a four year <laughs> shelf like life. All the I rice bet. you have, or something like that. I mean, you've got you, somewhere somehow you'll you may be able to make it last. You're not going to consume two thousand calories a day. You might consume five hundred. Like you'll be able to ration it. Maybe. Um, but yeah, the key, the key part to the bunker is you got to buy, you know, like the non-expiration food, you know, like a pallet of that. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, remember, remember the astronaut food where they, yes. they would take mm-hmm. the astro, you know, like put that stuff in a Ziploc bag yeah. and it, it was, you know, ice, <laughs> ice cream that didn't have to be frozen. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. I have two, I have two things I want to say. Um, first off, if something like this were to happen, 
at that point, what's the sometimes the point? I'd probably be like Woody Harris. Is that his name Woody Har- Harrelson from 2012? When he's on top of that oh, mountain yeah. screaming, like, <laughs> come at me, <laughs> like, bring it on, bring it on, and the whole world, like, yeah, it's, that's, that's, it's beautiful. That would, be, that would be me. That would be me. As the world is erupting around you. <laughs> the second thing I want to say is, I think this would be awesome, not just for like a doomsday scenario, but like to get away from your wife or girlfriend. <laughs> that's called a man cave, and and I, I mean, there's different ways to do that. You can, <laughs> just Jeez. looking for some alone time honey I'm going to the bunker come find me there I'll be in there just relaxing yeah, and then she's going to start shoveling the dirt on the door you're going to be able to get out um, well the, the 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 owner of the the you know his name Todd Todd Stump down in Akron um, the US bunker company he uh, he just made comments though he goes some people like most people are worried about like nuclear war and, and stuff like that he goes uh, actually quite a few like government and White House officials um, who have lost confidence are are big buyers of this stuff because they, <laughs> they I'll call that insider trading information like that they seems know, like bad news yeah like if you're <laughs> right the people that are in the know are buying bunkers you know that's that is kind of scary uh but they said like some people are buying for like natural disasters a hurricanes or a hurricanes coming uh a tornado something like I'm east palestine concerned. i'm more concerned about civil unrest like a new movie on netflix i think it was directed by the obamas which is a different conversation but i actually kind of liked it like uh i, I forget the name oh, crap i gotta look it up now. with but ethan hawk on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's like about the world kind of ending, but basically the cheapest, most budget-friendly way to destroy a nation essentially is to make them confused, shut off all their resource, shut off all their kind of uh, communications and stuff like that, and they self-implode and turn on themselves. Sure. So civil war, things like that, civil unrest. I mean, crimes going up here in the U.S. That's what I'm concerned about. You know, talk about the border open, like you know, terrorist attacks. Who knows? I, I, yeah. But that will create civil unrest and you know, possibly civil conflicts. Yeah, I um. I mean, the fact that no one's being deported from all these people coming over the border is the, some scary stuff, man. Yeah. Um, that might not rear its ugly head until they, I mean, until they organize. Mm-hmm. There's people that are, you know. Isn't the cheapest bunker like 21 grand, though? Wasn't that it's like article? 12 grand. Yeah. I don't know what, the, I don't mean. But Probably gets that? you one little room, but yeah. Yeah, I mean. That's all you need. A, I mean. No, I think you need a lot more than that. Yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> I mean, crazy. You might I don't, go crazy. I don't, right I don't even know if you can buy a, a plot in a coffin for that much. Like, yeah. Jesus. True. A bunker for twelve grand is basically just a hole. <laughs> Here's a cardboard <laughs> with, box. with a roof. Right. You're not going to last in there for too long. You All need right. water. You need air circulation. So um, I wasn't. We I, we didn't have a canceled, um, uh, really designed for the show today. But uh, just I, I saw something earlier this morning, and I've been saying it for years. So canceled traveling vacations yes. abroad. Um, man, I can. I have. I've always said this, man. I. I really get um, nervous when I travel outside the United States because they don't have the same rules and protection as we do. Yep. So you they, they the, the travel bans go from like one is normal and then four is like don't even think about going there, right? So your fours are the typical, you know, Middle East, uh, parts of Europe now, um, things like that. But when we start looking at where Americans like to travel, uh, a.k.a. like Mexico, Bahamas, and Jamaica – um, you know, Mexico's fl- in between a two and a three and a three is reconsider travel. Mm-hmm. Like you should, you bought your ticket. You should really reconsider going like maybe see if there's a cancellation mm-hmm. <laughs> policy <laughs> with whatever the hell you bought. Right. Um, Bahamas is at level two. There's been 18 murders so far this year and it's, and it's 
the the travel ban is in the major cities. Yeah. You know, Nassau and, and Freeport, like mm-hmm. where all the the, the the cruise ships the the cruise ships go. The Atlantis is of the world, Balmar, like things like that. But Jamaica, dude, they're going into the resorts and robbing mm-hmm. and killing people. Like you should highly consider not going to Jamaica. I had a great experience last year in Jamaica. <sighs> Man, that's, I felt I was scared for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to Jamaica probably eight or nine years ago. It was one of my favorite trips. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, again, you got to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> risk it. Well, when I, my my uh, when did I go? To, I went to man, I went to Jamaica like right after high right after college. It yeah. might have been twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. My experience was not as lovely as what you guys. But but I was on a cruise ship. Yeah, that's a good story. Did I tell this story yet? Oh, no, but I know the story. All right, <laughs> I, I was on a cruise ship. Um, obviously I'm right out of college. So I was, I was partying, you know, well, well hungover, you know, and, um, I was probably my, you know, the, me and the, the people I was with were like some of the last people to get off the boat that day. So I didn't get a normal cab. I got like a minivan that was rusted out and had a sticker on it. That's like taxi. So that, that could have tipped me off saying like, maybe I should just go back on the boat, but I, we, you know, we pushed through mm-hmm. and then. <laughs> me and my my wisdom go hey you know what i'd really like some you know authentic jamaican, jamaican food chicken like take me there and everyone's on board next thing i know i'm in like uh i don't know like maybe a 10 by 10 shack mm-hmm. literally a shack there was a dirt floor there's a three-legged dog in the corner <laughs> and and I'm like, okay, this isn't necessarily what I was thinking. Can we go somewhere normal? And I mean, we were just getting run around town, and we were the only taxi in the parts of town we were in. Man, like, I, I was a little concerned. <laughs> we finally went into like something like a TGIF Fridays. We kind of got there, but they still said, "Hey, just don't drink the water here. Like, here's, here's a bottle like, of okay. water." You're like, okay, we're drinking beer anyway, right? So. That's my Jamaica story. I will not go back after that experience, but you guys. See, so we had obviously. a little private tour, and we went, like, you know, white, white water rafting. You know, it was mm-hmm. nice, you know. Spend a little extra dough, and you can get to have a good experience. Yeah. I, I mean, people like to travel abroad and stuff. I, I just I can't. I, I, it just makes me nervous. If anyone's, yeah. if anyone's in Jamaica, I still follow the guy on Facebook that gave us a private tour. So if any listeners are out there who <laughs> want Jamaica, hit me up. I can give you a good referral. Tony's sitting here shivering and looks like, hey, I got a <laughs> referral for you to go travel in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, anyway. All, All right. right. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note, we'll wrap things up. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening this week. If you have any questions or show ideas, hit us up at info at swpconnect.com. And we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.